Hello, everyone. It's Nathan Freeberg. Welcome back to the Leadership Vision Podcast. We're refining our podcast this year, and we've got some really helpful and inspiring episodes lined up for you in the coming weeks. But until then, I wanted to share something uh, a little bit different with you, something that I've been thinking about, something that I think is going to be really helpful, well, for all of us, but to you as you think about what you want to accomplish this year. And this kind of originated, well, a couple places. One, when we work with clients and we ask them to give us an example of how they see their strengths showing up, we almost always are met with the same answer. Where? At work? At home? With my friends on the weekend pickleball team? Like, where? Where? Give me a context here. And while it is certainly true that our strengths do manifest differently depending on the context, there's probably more that's the same than different. So this year, I wonder how we can draw from all of the various life contexts to grow in self-awareness as we think about maybe what we want to accomplish this year. See, self-awareness is essential for, uh, well, a whole bunch of things, but mainly because it, it helps us know ourselves better and it helps us understand how we can show up and contribute to an organization to a family, to a team, whatever it is. And self-awareness also helps us understand if we even want to be part of those things in the first place. And we believe that strengths is just one tool. It's one tool that we can use to gain some greater self-awareness and, you know, thinking about how strengths cross between the different contexts might be a really helpful exercise. So today on this kind of mini podcast episode, I want to share something that I came across in a book that I read recently. The book is Stretch by Scott Sonnenschein. Sonnenschein? I'm not sure how to say it. I think I'm close. Uh, He's a Rice University social scientist. And the book really aims to, how do I summarize this? To, To help us rethink what we need to succeed and to do more with what we already have. Stretch identifies key ways for people and organizations to work beyond their resources to achieve higher performance. Uh, And it's based on, he uses a lot of research in psychology and management. And he tries to show how we can accomplish goals and find professional and personal success and live a richer life. I really enjoyed the book. I don't think it's a go out and absolutely grab it. But there's a chapter in here on mixing it up. I'm going to actually just read, just read, there's like two pages. Uh, It's basically about the importance of like taking what you've learned in one area of life and applying it to another area and kind of how that's the idea of a stretcher. Well, it's it's slightly more complicated, but I'm going to read an excerpt here where he cites a study on parenting and being an entrepreneur. But you can think of like just any two contexts of your life and you should be able to to relate um, and get something out of this. It says, parenthood isn't a common topic of discussion among entrepreneurs because conventional wisdom says that the two simply don't mix. That's what tech entrepreneur and founder of Tapestry.net, Andrew Dowling, observes. We often feel the need and organizations often encourage us to segment our personal lives from our professional lives. There's good reason for the separation. The common view among researchers for quite some time was that multiple identities psychologically depleted people because they were torn between two very different parts of their lives. Beyond the torment, doing more than one thing well was difficult. So, for example, the better a parent we became, the worse a professional we then became and vice versa. Dowling offers a contrasting view, pointing out that while being a parent takes a lot of time, yes it does, it also creates benefits on the job. 
teaching skills such as developing patience, dealing with chaos, and providing perspective. His insight is backed up by research. In a study at the Center for Creative Leadership, 61 women ranging from middle managers to senior executives sat down for an interview. Responding to questions about how their roles outside of work help on the job, they identified improving interpersonal skills as a critical consequence of non-work experiences. But there was much more to gain from their outside roles. Psychological resources, particularly self-esteem and confidence, received a boost from non-work experiences, carrying over into their jobs. To get a more rigorous assessment, the researchers followed up with a survey of almost 300 women, also ranging from middle manager to executive positions. Using a 21-item assessment to measure multiple roles, occupational, marital, uh, parental, community, and friendship, they determined the mix of each person's identity. I'm not sure how they did that, but that would be a fascinating follow-up. Afterward, the researchers measured life satisfaction and managerial skills. It turned out that the more diverse a person's roles were, the higher her life satisfaction and the sharper her managerial skills. The professional skills we learn on the job can equally help our home life, providing organization and conflict management skills. About a year into our relationship, Randy, that's his wife that he talks about other places in the book, Randy and I gave each other a formal performance review, which sounds both fascinating and terrifying. Taking a tool we learned at work and bring it into our home. The structure of a business actively provided a way for us to talk about very personal parts of our lives. It turns out that we were actually onto something. In a recent study by psychologist James Cordova and his colleagues, the group examined 215 married couples and instructed some of them to complete a marital checkup, a type of performance review that assessed each partner's strengths and weaknesses. For couples undergoing the performance review, relational satisfaction, intimacy, and acceptance improved compared to the control group for up to two years following the intervention. All right, that's a lot of statistics and stuff. A big part, and this is the the part that kind of stuck with me the most, a big part of overcoming the division of our identities, so saying that at work you are the person that's, you know, the idea person, but at home you're someone totally different. Uh, A big part of overcoming the division of our identities, and for that matter, any split between resources, is to understand that we often frame different resources as involving trade-offs, competitive relationships versus friendly relationships, routinized work versus creative work, or work identities versus personal identities. Stretchers, the whole point of this book, stretchers find ways of integrating different resources by building pathways that connect the seemingly unconnectable. That last line there, building pathways that connect the seemingly unconnectable, it just really stood out to me because as all of us, I think, are trying to figure out how to do more with less or do more with our current existing resources, be that, you know, managing a family with multiple kids going different directions, be that accomplishing your business goals with limited resources or trying to do more with the same resources. I think it's important for all of us to figure out you know, how do, how do we make those connections? So uh, just very practically here, uh, I came up with this activity that you can do. And there's notes for this in the show notes. If you're out running or driving or otherwise can't write something, you don't need to worry about that. You can come back to it. And you can actually just do this as a mental exercise. You don't really have to write anything down necessarily. But here's what I'd like you to do. You can pick one or more of your strengths 
Uh, maybe pick the ones that you feel like you understand the best. Again, just do a couple of them. It gets more complicated if you do more than that. And if you don't know the strengths, if, if you're listening to this right now and found our podcast and don't even know what strengths are, there's another link in the show notes to learn more about that. Uh, but you can just pick something that you feel that you're really good at, however you want to define that. And then pick a context. So pick a strength, something you're good at, and then a context. So for this, I'm going to use my uh, strength of maximizer. That's the one uh, where people with this, they just strive for excellence. They kind of set the bar very high and then do everything they can to hit that above all else. I'm picking maximizer. And then at work, what this looks like is that I want to deliver on this five-star experience. I want to strive for excellence on our website, to clients, in our email newsletter, on social media, with my colleagues, with some of the new products and courses and things that we have coming out. Really, anyone who interacts with Leadership Vision, like, I want to give them that five-star experience. You know, sometimes at, at home, uh, how do I put this? I also want to deliver that same five-star experience to my family be it through a family dinner, an afternoon outing, uh, like the, our bedtime routine, or even like a big vacation. And, and so when I think about those two things, excellence at work and excellence at home, and again, you can pick a variety of contexts, it's hard to only think of that one strength. And so to pull in another strength, think about adaptability. I have adaptability. Think <laughs> I'm going to use adaptability. And what I come to re- have come to realize here is how these things integrate, and this all makes sense in a second, is that I, I tend to deliver those five-star experiences not from like sitting down and writing out a perfect plan, or I should say when I'm able to deliver that five-star experience, it's not from writing out a perfect plan and having, you know, an idea of a plan. I also have ideation. For me, it's about getting started and adapting and adjusting as I go to get to that five-star rating. So when I, when I read this passage, um, that whole thing that I just read to you about connecting the unconnectable, I thought about how some of my best experiences um, that I've given both at work and at home have come from a combination of my strengths, obviously, but how I can use that insight to create more successful outcomes more often um, is kind of the aha. So for example, at work, if I plan a plan, a plan, a plan, a plan, and never actually do anything, that's not going to get anything done. Or at home or in other contexts, if I plan so much and then become just absolutely rigid about executing that exact plan, then I I fail to notice what's going on around me. I mean, hardly any of us can, you know, have a plan go perfectly, have no either bumps come up or additional information that kind of throws things off. And it's just impossible. So what I've really learned about myself is that for me to... I guess, deliver on that maximizer. Um, I have to put something in action and then I have to adjust as I go. And until I read this, I didn't really understand how I did that until I was able to look. So so right now at work, there's your vision. uh, There's something that's sort of bumpy. And I did this thing with my family where we were just kind of going by the seat of our pants. And I realized that at work, I was trying to have all the questions answered before I did anything where I'm like, I need to actually do more of what I just did this last weekend, where it's like, let's do this first thing. Oh, this didn't go well. Let's adjust and do this. Oh, it's raining. Now we're going to go inside. Oh, this restaurant was closed. We're going to go over here and just kind of make these adaptations as we go. So, So here's my challenge as we close out this podcast episode. My challenge to you is to think about 
how you show up in various situations and life settings, what works really well in those. And so then when you think about what works well, what can you transfer over to work well in a different context uh, or a different setting? Uh, the book is Stretch, Unlock the Power of Less and Achieve More Than You Ever Imagined. And my challenge for, for you and all of us is to think about how we can do that this year. Is it by understanding your strengths? Is it about um, having more self-awareness about who you are and applying that in all the different contexts of your life? Whatever it is, we would love to hear your thoughts. So send an email to me, Nathan at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. I would absolutely uh, love to hear your thoughts and maybe we can even have you on the podcast and, and hear more of them uh, and process it in real time. Thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams, and culture. For more resources about developing your strengths, strengths of your team, or the strengths of your entire organization, click the link in the show notes or visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. And if you found value from this episode or any of our other resources, we would love it. And if you could please, A, leave us a review on iTunes, but more importantly, share it with someone that you think might benefit from knowing more about their strengths, the strengths of their team, or the strengths of their entire organization. I'm Nathan Freeberg, and on behalf of our entire team, thanks for listening.